Welcome to the ANA Podcast, Sports Talk with your hosts, Anthony Cortez, Alex Ashley, and Kevin Rowe. What's up and welcome back. It's the ANA Sports Show. Today is May 17th as we're recording this on a Monday night like usual. I am Anthony Cortez and I'm doing alongside my two, my, sorry, my one good friend and <laughs> co-host this week, Mr. Kevin Rowe. That's right. I am the good friend because I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Other friend decided not to show up this week. No, all joking aside, Alex is taking the week off. Uh, So, yeah, we're going to carry the show this week. uh, And it's all good. It's all good. Uh, If you're joining us for the first time, if you're joining us for the first time, we're an all sports podcast. We we get together a week to do do this because we love it, regardless of who listens. For those of you still listening, thank you. We appreciate you. Alex usually starts starts off the shows with highlights, but guess what? He's not here. And guess what? Me and me and Kevin were not prepared. So guess what? No highlights this week. But uh, we started doing uh, three words for anybody that was listening to us back in the NFL season. We started doing three words uh, where we where we use three words to describe each game every week, and we wanted to bring that back uh, for the MLB so we could give us a, it gives us an excuse to talk baseball every week. So. We're doing that as well for, for baseball, and we're going through divisions, and we're back in the NL this week. And, Kev, I'll let you go ahead and start us off with the NL West. Go for it, man. I'm actually going to say one thing about uh, highlights. At this point, it's really just Alex's platform for soccer. <laughs> it really is. It really so that's is. That's kind of why we're not doing it. It's like, no, let him have a soccer thing. He can do his highlights, quote unquote highlights. It's all soccer, but whatever. <laughs> it really is, yeah. Uh, so, you know, West, for three words um, highs and lows. You got San Francisco, San Diego, and the Dodgers leading the division right now. All of them have a run differential of at least 30 or more. Uh, in the positive category. And then you have Arizona and Colorado bringing up the rear in that division. Both have a run differential of minus 20 or more. So it's really a three-horse race. And what's interesting about it, and this, this division is going to be fun come September, I guarantee it. Whether or not San Francisco stays in it or not, it remains to be seen, but they're showing that they're true contenders. San Diego has jumped Los Angeles to be number two in that division and lead the wild card currently. And Los Angeles is the second wild card spot. Just imagine if all three of these teams stick around, that'll be a fun playoff when you have three NOS teams in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, out in the East, I, I had the East this week. Um, and I'm just going to go with what a mix because I want to say who wants it, but I think I think Kevin or Alex has already used that, so I'm not going to reuse. I'm not going to recycle, but I'm just going to say what a mix because that just looks like a very interesting mix right now. And I might have even used that before, some some along those lines. But I mean, I think I think Kev, you said it. Or I think about this division, maybe even the Central, but it's like who really wants it right now? I know we're I know we're early into the season. And I say early, we're about a month into the season, but that's still early for baseball. Um, the Mets are, I mean, they're supposed to have this division at this point with the moves that they made this offseason. And, you know, Pete Alonso and, and Lindor are supposed to, be their, uh, to be, supposed to be their shining stars along with DeGrom. 
Degrom's out for a few a few weeks, if not months, or a few weeks. They put him on the IL, right? Uh, yeah, Degrom should be starting a rehab assignment actually this coming week, I believe. Um, he actually started throwing already just a week, just today, a week from when he was thrown on the IL. So hopefully, he's only going to miss a couple starts. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, and the thing about up. the Mets too is watch because mid June. Guess who's coming back? Thor. Oh, that's right. Oh, Syndergaard. Everybody forgets about him. Everybody forgets about Thor, man. But he's coming back from his uh, Tommy John. Shit, when you have a guy like DeGrom, though, it's easy to forget about any other, anybody else. Oh, I got DeGrom on one of my fantasy teams, and I have Syndergaard on my IL for all three of my fantasy teams because I'm like, Thor's coming back, and Thor's he's going to come back strong. Dude, <laughs> You know, if he comes back strong and the and Degrom continues to do what he does, I mean, they just they need offensive support, man. If they, they if they if they can be consistent, they're a dangerous team. That is a dangerous team on the NL. So because they have by far scored the least amount of runs in the in the league, or at least in the National League. Let me see. Yeah, in the league, they have scored less runs than anybody else in the entire major leagues right now, and it's not even close. That's crazy, dude. That's crazy. I mean, yeah. I we always joke about it, and you know, Alex has has made the made the joke of the show as far as like Degrom would be thirty and zero last year or whatever it was. Is there like if you're if you're a pitcher, do you feel some sort of of frustration about that, or do you just kind of let the do you have to just live with what the offense gives you, if even if it's nothing, like. I mean, you gotta have some, some frustration. I There's know, gotta be know. frustration there, right? Like, there has to be. Whether or not you voice that in the clubhouse is a is a totally different subject, or is a totally different you know story. But yeah, you can, I mean, there's yeah. there's no way there's no frustration because, I mean, the guy pitches. I mean, he's been Cy Young what two of the last three years, or at least the last two years. Some like that. I think. Yeah, some of that. Oh, not last year. I'm sorry, because Bauer won it last year. But, I mean, he's won it several times. And, hell, he won it with, what, less than 10 wins, I think? With a losing record, but he had a sub-2 ERA. This guy's ridiculous how good he is. It's crazy, man. But he has no support. In fact, the fun stat I I said, like, I think it was a month into the season, is – he had more hits in his starts than any other start any of the other starters in his games combined. Him himself, he's the one hitting the ball too. <laughs> Just crazy, nuts. Just crazy, man. Yeah, but yeah, if the Mets can never figure it out, if the if the offense can never figure it out, they probably run away with that that division. Absolutely. Not run away, but you probably – I mean, yeah. You probably – I mean, there's no way you can't run away with that division with that pitching, and if you ever figure it out offensively. But what a mix right now that I'll, I'll go with. For the Central um, – since, since he's not here, we'll go ahead and cover it for him. Yeah. <laughs> go, go first. Go for it. Okay. Race for second. The Cardinals are finally starting to pull away a little bit with the division. They got a two-game lead. They got a positive run differential. They're five games above 500. 
So it finally looks like the Cardinals are starting to click. But right now, that middle of the pack, Milwaukee, Cincinnati, Chicago. Chicago finally came on and started winning some games, so they're back in that middle again. Who's going to claim that second spot and potentially compete for a wild card spot? Right now, Milwaukee's in that second spot, a game above 500. They're a game and a half back of the Dodgers for the second wild card spot. Um, you got Cincinnati, who's right at 500, two games back. And then you got the Cubs, who are a game under 500. So all three of these teams are within one game of each other. But then you have the Pirates that fell off, and everybody expected that, and they're not going to be relevant. Um, they have the worst, second worst, sorry, run differential in the league right now. Third worst. Oh, my God, Detroit. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, Pittsburgh's pretty bad right now, and they're going to stay bad the rest of the season. They're not going to compete in this division, but it's – I think St. Louis might run away with this division, and then we have the middle to see what what happens with that. Yeah, I'm going to piggyback off of you. I'm going to say cards run away because that – I mean, hopefully they're playing good baseball right now. Hopefully they do run away with that division because uh, you're right. It's probably a great, it's it's probably a race for the for a second. And I mean, Reds or Brewers, go for it because I, again, I know very early in the season, but I just don't see it from the Cubs right now. And I was watching a game earlier. Uh, it was probably a few weeks ago. They were on. Uh, they were on ESPN. Um, and I think it was uh, – I can't remember her name, but uh, the, the one of the broadcasters brought up a good point as far as if you're the Cubs, do you make a big trade this season? Do you, tra- do you trade away? Because you got to look at it. They, they traded away Darvish. They traded away Lester. And then you got guys that you're not going to be able to afford moving forward. You got Chris Bryant. You got Anthony Rizzo. Other guys included in that, Javi Baez. Do you make a big trade potentially – to, to sell and to start the rebuild there. Because Cubs fan, I hate to say it, but, I mean, you're potentially looking at a rebuild here. I know yeah. you just won it a couple years ago, and, you know, things were looking great, but things aren't looking great anymore. What do you think, Kev? Do you think they make a trade? If they want to compete, they need to. Uh, do, you think it's, do you think it's making a trade for right now to win right now, or do you think it's making a trade for the future? It's really going to depend on what happens the next couple months. Because um, if they really fall off, say goodbye, uh, Chris Bryant. You know, I don't think Rizzo's going anywhere. I think he's kind of one of those franchise guys that's I don't see them getting rid of. But Chris Bryant's gone. Probably Javi Baez is gone. Probably. Um, I don't think Hendricks is gone. I don't think you trade Contreras. I think he's kind of – get the right deal for him, you will. (laughs) That's true. Because you think about it, too. Like, this league, there are not very many good offensive catchers. Yeah. Contreras is one of the few out there that's at least average when it comes to being able to bat. Right. Plus, I mean, that guy's got a cannon behind the dish. He does, dude. I mean, save for Yachty, I think he's probably got the best arm in the league. Don't quote me on that. I could be wrong, but just off the top of my head, I mean, that no, guy's I mean, got a cannon. 
probably got top three still in the league, man. Yachty does. I I saw a video. I saw an Instagram video. He he threw a guy out the other night from his from his knee. Oh, I still think Yachty still got the best arm as for catchers in the league. Just, but I I just love him as a defensive catcher more than anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean Yachty's Yachty's always been that guy. The, you know, you you live with what he gives you with his bat. It's it's what he does behind behind the dish that you that you really pay him for. Takes care yeah. of that he takes care of that um, that rotation for you that 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 staff for you and you know there's no one else better. I mean, really, that's that's what it is. There's no one else better. So, um, another storyline that wanted to bring up today that came about either this week or last week sometime. Uh, but the Oakland A's have officially been given permission or access from the MLB to uh, uh, to explore relocation. So for the, for those of you who missed this or for those of you who are just kind of like new to this and saying, whoa, what? Um, the Oakland A's have, of course, been playing forever in the Oakland Coliseum. I've, it's not the Oakland Coliseum anymore. I forget what it's called. But anyways, you've seen it. If you've seen, it, if you've seen an A's game, you've seen it. The big ass coliseum that they just think of massive foul territory, and you and you're thinking of the A stadium. Exactly the this the the big ass coliseum that they can't even get fifty percent cap capacity in there in a in a normal season. But anyways, that stadium is built for football anyway. Yeah, exactly. And the football team left, so that's an yeah, that's another thing. But anyways, the Oakland A's have officially been given permission from the MLB to start uh, a to start exploring relocation. Uh, for the longest time, they've had plans and renderings in, in, in the works for a new ballpark in Terminal A or wherever that is. I don't know if that's downtown Oakland or wherever it is, but if you, I, I'd advise you to go look at the renderings because if you just search Oakland A's new stadium, you'll, you'll see the renderings and the, what, they, what they have planned. And it looks really, really nice. But I think at this point, it's up to the city of Oakland to pull the trigger on that. And they just haven't yet. That I, I want to say those plans have been in the works for at least a few years, and and obviously nothing's happened yet. So, um, yeah, MLB officially told the A's, "Hey, you can start, uh, you can start looking at relocating if you want." Um, and me, of course, being a biased San Antonio native myself, I'm just I would love to see the A's move here, even though I'm a biased Rangers fans. I mean, that's no, not gonna happen. It's yeah, that'd be nice, but it's not gonna happen. I know, and you know, but potential cities have been have been brought up as far as Vegas being a favorite, along with Portland. I think um, I thought it was pretty. I would cool. put my money on those two, especially because it keep it would be able to keep the uh, the structure of the divisions intact. Yeah, probably. So, because they're not going to move another team here to Texas and keep them in the American League West. I'll be nice. But they're not going to do that. If they brought another team to Texas, it's going to the National Leagues somewhere. Do you think that's a possibility, though? Like, let's say, I, I mean, let's say hypothetically. We don't have to say realistically because, I mean, we all know it's, it's the, the odds are not good. But hypothetically, if Vegas and Portland don't work out for any whatever reason and A's do consider San Antonio, I, I mean, I've always, I, I think we have the market to do it. I really do. Um, I know when we had the big league weekend here with the, with the Astros and Rangers, whatever it was, two years in a row, no, it didn't get a great turnout, but I mean, 
it was spring training, and the Alamo Dome's not ideally set up for baseball. But anyways, I think we have the corporations to do it here. I think, I mean, we got USAA, we have, you know, Frost Bank, and I, I think we have the company, the big, the big companies to do it. But, I mean... If it goes anywhere in Central Texas, I think it's going to Austin first. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd live with that too. Austin's a lot closer than Houston. <laughs> Agreed. But, like, I think Austin would be a favorite just because it's younger city. It's expanding a lot quicker. It, it's got a lot of real estate out there. There's a lot more money in Austin than there is in San Antonio. There's a lot of corporations that are coming to Austin now, too. So I think Austin's a better market for a team. But I think it would be smart to market both Austin and San Antonio and potentially build it. If we're going to call it Austin, fine. Build a south side Austin so you can market to San Antonio as well. Right. Like somewhere like, I don't want to say New Braunfels, but, you know, market, you know, like you said. South, yeah, somewhere south. between New Braunfels or uh, San Marcos. Yeah. I mean, because I think if you can find the real estate, I think the market in between in, oh. in all three. It, real I estate think, anywhere, yeah. Yeah. So, um. But hypothetically, if it does happen, do you, do you, I mean, how would that work with the divisions and with the leagues? I mean, do the A's just move to the NL at that point? Or how, they how have to re, redo it completely. Like, yeah, they would probably have a National League team. They'd have to change it to a National League team. Um, potentially move Arizona. Or Colorado to the American League, make them West teams, American League West. Yeah, because if you move, so if you move one L NL team or a, one AL team to the NL, then you just have to move one NL team to the AL to make it logistically right, right? Yeah, Colorado would make sense to me because it's kind of equidistant. I don't know. I need to measure it, but it's. Closer to like Seattle and Texas, since yeah. those would be division games if they go to the American League and with Houston, of course. Right. I mean, you got those four teams right there, plus Los Angeles. And then if you had the A's coming to the National League West, the A's, you have the, the Diamondbacks, Padres, Dodgers, all right along that bottom southwest coast for the National League. So, yeah, that would make sense to me, but I don't know. Maybe make too much sense to actually happen. Right. <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool. Um, Passan, Jeff Passan was on Scott Van Pelt. Passan? Yeah. Yeah, Passan. Yeah, Sorry. Thank you. I interviewed about it. And he, he name-dropped San Antonio. He was – I don't know if he was half serious, half joking, but – I just thought that was pretty cool. I was like, hey, I actually you. read an article by him, and he mentioned Austin as one of the spots. Was it really? Yeah. I think it was by him. It was somebody on ESPN. They were mentioning top places that would work for a relocation. Portland, Vegas, Austin were all, are all part of his top five. So. Hey, I mean, that's something. Well, that being said, I don't think any of this will happen. I think Oakland – the A's are going to stay in Oakland. I think this is a. You think this is a tactical, ploy by the, 
Yeah, you think this is tactical by the MLB and by the A's? I think this is a tactical threat to try to finally push Oakland's um, city officials city officials to get something done. To, yeah. Because they, they don't want to lose another team. They just lost Golden State because Golden State moved from Oakland to San Francisco. They're still the Golden State Warriors, mm-hmm. but they moved their stadium to San Francisco now. Oakland does not, and they just lost their football team to Vegas. They can't afford to lose another major franchise. They don't want to lose another major franchise. So, I mean, they're going to get something done. I I can almost guarantee that. If they don't, Oakland might as well be a dumpster then. I mean. Because it really is. It's just the dumpster for San Francisco right now. (laughs) <laughs> and then wasn't there something about to the effect of like voting was going to happen this summer? Like if, if, if it was, if there was anything going to be changed, like that, that's that, that decision is going to be made this summer. Right. Yeah. So we'll, so, we'll find out very soon. Is, the biggest thing with this too is Oakland. The city of Oakland was complaining that the city has to pay too much of the funding for this new stadium, blah, 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 blah. Well, the new deal that the A's have proposed to them has the majority, if not all of the funding being for the stadium itself being privately funded, which is huge because you look at around around the country, these stadiums aren't privately funded for the most part. They're publicly funded. Yeah. It's It's all tax dollars. Yeah. It's all tax money. I think in total the stadium was about a billion dollars, but I think the surrounding infrastructure that they were talking about building with it totals to about like two, three billion. And I think the rest of that was going to be publicly funded, which I think the city was concerned about. Mm. And the renderings, I mean, the, it's beautiful. It's beautiful, dude. It looks very. It looks very beautiful. Waterfront terminal, the terminal A. I don't even know. I don't know if that's like a like a. It does. It's I think not. It's a, like a district there. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a district, and it's yeah. uh, and it's right on the water. It is yeah, it's beautiful. It looks like it would be very 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 nice, and one of the one of the, of course one of the new fancier stadiums in baseball, and the uh, the I don't know what you would call it the. <laughs> It has, like, the way the outfield, it has, like, grass area that leads up to, like, the Raptors or, like, the, um, I guess, the the upper level sections. I, it's just, the batter's eye? The batter's eye? Is that it? it that like, green spot that every stadium has, like, straight dead center field? No, 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 no not the batter's eye. Like, dude, Google it real quick. It just looks very, uh, like, a, you, I can't tell if it's, like, if it's actually like what like like walking for like or space for like fans to walk or let me see real quick here yeah so like look at like just pull up any picture of a new rendering and how the like okay so like left no, that would be right center. Like right center field looks like areas to where like fans could walk up and there's like, I guess, sand dunes up there. Oh, and yeah. You see that? Yeah. That looks interesting, doesn't it? 
Like, would that be areas for for fans as well? Like, you're above the seats, basically. Yeah, I think that's like standing room, like just kind of like yeah, that's what it seems like to me. I don't know how far it would go up. I see like trees all around that picture, but I don't know if they'd allow fans to go that high up. Yeah, because I mean, batter's eye would be like dead center would be. Looks like they have a scoreboard set up out there. No, I see what you're saying. See that? So, yeah, it just looks very interesting, like a very, very cool concept. So, like, I'm wondering you know, if that a baseball would... game, you just want to stroll in a park with the, the trees and everything. Yeah, let's do that instead of watching the baseball game. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but you I get mean, hit by a, a home run ball when it comes by and you don't even know it's coming. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But, no, it does look cool, at least. It does, yeah. It looks very, very, very cool, very, very new. Like a, it's a Howard Terminal of the Howard. Port of Work, Oakland. Thank you. I'm with you, though. I, I mean, God, man, I would love for baseball to come to professional baseball. And I'm not even going to say professional. I would love for Major League Baseball because we have the missions. But I would love for Major League Baseball to come to San Antonio. Will it happen? Likely not. This is likely, like you said, a tactical decision by the MLB and by the A's. Um, to put a fire in the city, into the city officials' asses and say, hey, like, you do something, you're going to lose your team. And do you really want to lose your last team? And that's up to Oakland at that point. But if they don't, hey, if they don't, if they don't want to do anything, by all means, have them, have them relocate, have them explore. Austin will welcome them. So, yeah, no kidding. Seriously, dude. All right. Well, that's about all I had. Uh, we can get out of here after favorite things. Favorite thing, um, I was going to highlight it, but I figured I'd save it just because it's it was also going to be my favorite thing. But the Basketball Hall of Fame was this past weekend, and uh, it was highlighted by – or yeah, highlighted by Tim Duncan and Kobe Bryant. KG also got in along with, uh, along with others. So congratulations to everybody on that. But um, – to watch it live and to see Tim Duncan get inducted or get in in rich in rich I, I should say um just very special he's he's the reason I'm a Spurs fan um dad started taking me to games can't even remember with the, at the Alamo Dome how can't even remember how old I was but dad started taking me to games at the Alamo Dome and you know you see Tim Duncan you fall in love dude it's he's the reason I'm a Spurs fan and the reason why this is ingrained in me. So, um, yeah, very, very special, uh, for me to, to watch him get enshrined. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's gotta be like number one in any Spurs fans favorite things this week. So, yeah. Um, in lieu of that, I'll go ahead and say a different one. Then I'll say, uh, Spurs are still in the hunt. They are the 10 seed and in the play in tournament. Uh, but it's playoff time. It's playoff time for basketball and hockey. And these guys don't watch hockey. I really don't watch too much of it. But when it comes to the playoffs, I pay attention to at least NHL hockey too. And it's interesting this year. So you got like your – with basketball, you have that play-in tournament, that little extra wrinkle they threw in this year. Hockey's different as well this year. They have um, – They've divided the league into four d- divisions this year, and the first two rounds of the playoffs will be against interdivision matchups to start out the playoffs. Oh wow, that's cool! So, 
So it's very interesting to see how that's going to play out, especially considering all these inner divisions are rivals. First two rounds are going to be chipping, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. Did you, by chance, happen to watch the Hall of Fame induction? I did not. I no. did catch that last part of uh, Tim Duncan's speech when he was talking about the uh, pop. Yeah. Did it, that was great. I, I thought it was special how, like, you know, you can say whatever you want about Tim, doesn't like public speaking, doesn't like talking to reporters and all that, but, like, and, you know, for anybody questioning how much this meant to him, as soon as he got up to the mic, he said, okay, this is officially the most nervous I've ever been. That was all you needed to know right there. Like, for it, for it, for it not to mean anything for him, that was all you needed to know right there. And I just loved uh, – a friend of mine texted me um, while we were watching it and said he's being so candid. It's incredible. And, I mean, he was. Like, Tim was – Tim opened up, and he spoke for a lot longer than I thought he was and a very, very special moment. So, But, all right, that's part one of this episode. Uh, continue or, yeah, tune in for part two. We're going to talk some NBA plan, and we're also going to talk the, uh, the NFL schedule release. The schedule just got released as of this past week, so tune in for that. Double, the email is double-A Sports Show if you want to write in at all. Double-A Sports Show is email.com. Isaiah, feel free, buddy. Uh, but uh, continue to be good to yourself and be good to each other out there. Don't drink and drive, don't section drive. With that, we will say later. Peace and see ya.